It's time to take a deep breath. Whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing, please welcome Lexi and Michelle. Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Breath Podcast. I'm Michelle here with Lexi. Hi, Michelle. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us today. So before we get into today's topic, would you join me in taking a really beautiful inhale? Nice big one and a long, expansive exhale. Just letting everything go and allow that breath to bring you to this present moment, to help you feel grounded. We're jumping into a topic today called play and creativity. And so, you know, we often hit some heavy subjects. um, And, you know, maybe there's parts of today's that are heavy and that it's hard to play, right, Lexi? Yeah, it can be hard to play as adults. Right, (laughs) right. As adults. I've grown. Why would I play? Play what? Yeah. A game, maybe. But we're going to talk about more than just playing cards or playing right. a board game. Yeah. What does it mean to play? And I think especially being in COVID times, as we can call them, play seems a little harder to grasp and, and a little less tangible. Some of the ways that we play normally right. are not available right. to us now. So yeah. it almost feels like we have to get really creative in our play. Right. And since we're talking about creativity as well, um, Yeah, both Mm -hmm. things, both things. We're lumping them together today. Um, I love how Brene Brown talks about the wholehearted. If you've listened to any of her work, she's always talking about wholehearted living. living. And she has these uh, 12 guideposts. And one of them is creativity. And another one is play and rest. Mm -hmm. And we've talked a lot about rest and um, Sabbath and things like that. But what about creativity and play? Um, and why is it so hard to play and find space to play? Well, I think is because you're not producing anything. Yeah. There's not a product that's coming out of play. Now we'll talk about the benefits of play. Mm -hmm. So there is actually something that we're producing when we play, but to an adult, it doesn't compute, does it? Feels kind of wasteful and frivolous frivolous yeah unnecessary sometimes. and definitely to you and I we've gone through mm-hmm. <laughs> these conversations about mm-hmm. how we feel about play that both of us have a playful side mm-hmm. and there are things we really love and we're drawn to to do but we don't we struggle to make the time because our personalities Michelle and I yeah. have a tendency to lean into tasks and accomplishing mm-hmm. those tangible uh, to-do lists versus Mm-hmm. And because that's what we call it. We call it frivolous. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lexi and I recently did a study called um, mm-hmm. The Artist's Way. And in that study, uh, there's so much to be said, but it really freed me up in a couple of ways. One, it it brought up the idea that I really need to give myself permission mm-hmm. to play. And that really helped. In fact, she has a homework assignment that you need to create a couple of hours where you go do something that just feels like play. every week. Every it week. It was the yeah. hardest part for me, y'all. Yeah. It was the hardest part for me yeah. to do the homework. I can do the other homework, like check things off the list. Yeah. Again, kind of, this is what I'm assigned to do. But yeah. to go and play and make time for myself every week to play, 
It's like <laughs> case in point for me why this is right. challenging. Right. But why? Do you I think it was actually challenging for the entire group, and I think it is just that feeling of. Um, I don't know, for me, it's just like, there's a lot of guilt around going to play or doing something that feels uh, like a waste of time. And mm-hmm. so I think it's a whole mind shift that had yeah. to happen, right. or like a, a pivot where I needed to see that play actually creates so many benefits. I, I will we'll read this um Two quotes. Can I read two quotes? Okay. Yes, Brené Brown. Thanks, thanks Lexi. <laughs> Brené Brown says the opposite of play is not work. The opposite of play is depression. Bleh. Right? What? So the, wait, the opposite? take a deep breath on that one. The opposite of play is not work. So I always thought I will get all my work done and then I'll go exactly. play. Me too. Me too. Then I can have permission to play. Well, that oh, never yeah. happens. Yeah, that never happens. So you, earn it. you never well, play. Earn your breaks. This yeah. Is my- my for sure essentially my personal slogan yeah Ooh, the breaks. unspoken one yeah yeah but it's not or work play. hard play hard yeah yeah there's that but the, everybody it's... forgets the play hard part yeah, we forget <laughs> but it's depression. the opposite of play is depression and so i think we're talking about these times right Very now current. where so what is what how this came up for me is, again, I was listening to a Brene Brown podcast where she's talking about having hit the six-month wall. Right. Our adrenaline has gone down. To get like, through the yeah. pandemic and the craziness and the scariness and yeah. the, we're going to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, that adrenaline rush that you have in, a, in an emergency like that yeah. or this place that we're in, Pretty that crisis. can only, crisis, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for, can only last so long. Okay. And then you hit, hit the wall. wall. Yeah. So we've, you run out. some people might've hit that three months, sure. four months. It's not necessarily yeah. a certain time frame, but we do run out. Yeah. yeah Cause we were limited. We're finite. Yep. And she sure. said, one of the ways to counter and to get your energy back up is to play, to find play. And also as a spiritual director, I know that we look at practices as a way to counter what's going on. And maybe it's, I don't want to say spiritual just, practices. not just sin. Yeah. But to counter crisis or to counter anything in our struggle? life that feels not balanced struggle oh. so we we would bring in a spiritual practice to help to us balance. be more balanced okay. Okay. we've talked about that i think we in did. our spiritual practices a little bit yeah we talked episode. a little bit about the things that could be yeah. um it does seem essentially seem like opposite yeah yeah but so, this is interesting revelation to me opposite mm-hmm. of depression would be to play yeah yeah so I, I do think when I when I go to play that I do have this like energy surge sure. and it just feels life giving, fills me up. And mm-hmm. I say to myself afterwards, why don't I do this more often, <laughs> right? <laughs> why do I not give myself the gift of play yeah. more often? Yeah. I think some people have little kids get pulled into play a little bit more, which is yeah. great. Yeah. And the older we get, the less we allow ourselves to yeah. play. So um, Stuart, Dr. Stuart Brown says there are seven properties that describe play. I wanted to pick this apart a little bit. It's apparently, apparently purpose, purposeless. That's the part that I find hard. Voluntary. There is an inherent attraction to it. While doing it, there is freedom from time. Oh, my gosh. Talking what? back to our episode yeah, before. I talked about time. Yeah. And you're giving yourself like this. I'm not going to worry about time. I'm just going to do what feels mm. freeing and fun right now. It diminishes the consciousness of self, which I think is great. Yeah. 
It has improvis oh, improvis how do I say that word? Improvisational. Thank you. Potential, which means open, not rigid. (laughs) And has a continuation desire, which makes you want to do it more. And play isn't just about imagination. It's about rest and rejuvenation. It shapes our brain. Some of the benefits fosters joy, creativity, and innovation. Mm -hmm. And it's essential to our health. So that I hear why we've tethered this to creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because play feeds creativity. Right. And I think creativity can feed play. Yeah. They are partners, right? Yeah. And so the artist way that yeah. we we're talking about that we w- went through, um, fantastic book that's been around a long time. Yep. Um, 12 weeks of mm-hmm. homework and reading mm-hmm. and um, checking in as a group. We checked in as on Polo, Marco yep. Polo. And to support each other mm-hmm. in this endeavor to discover. And that's how I saw it for myself. I need to be the slogan of the book, but yeah. I <laughs> um, discover and recover yeah. spaces in me that have been d- dormant at the least, but lost, I would even say mm-hmm. that I did not cultivate play and I did not see myself as an artist. And I still probably am not calling myself an artist, but what we both said we bought into mm-hmm. right away with this um, this book is we are created by a creator who is creative. And therefore, inherently, we are creative. Yes. And I bought into that right away. It's like, oh, okay. Yes, mm-hmm. that is the truth. And I can, I can go with that. Yeah. And I really just kind of, gave myself over to trying these things on. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, the hardest thing for me was those artist days to, to make time to play. Uh, but every time I did, there was so much uh, fruit. So there is mm-hmm. actually something that is produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we both saw a lot of creativity open yeah. up, shaken up. Yeah, for sure. Um, I described it to our group. For me, my experience with this was... It's like an archaeological dig. Going through this was uncovering some things that I didn't even realize it was there. Some really neat spaces in me. I am not a painter. Um, I'm not a sculptor in th- that sense of an artist. Right. But there are things in me that I do create. Sure. Um, one of those being this podcast and other things that we have been mm-hmm. p- pulling together and making happen and creating. Oh, okay. I am an art. I am an artist, but it took a bit of digging mm-hmm. to uncover them, mm-hmm. and that's a process that's still going for me. I think creativity too uh, is lumped into this thing about just painting or sculpting yeah. or dancing or singing or whatever. But I saw you create beautiful spaces in your house, which yeah. is very creative. Yeah. Uh, your your creative flow yeah. was awakened, awakened and absolutely unlocked. Yeah. Unlocked. Sure. And so the process really unlocked things. I did the the study or wanted to do the mm-hmm. study because I wanted to unlock creative thinking, creative, mm-hmm. like things. You're for, an ideas girl. Yeah. And I, you know, sometimes I feel stuck and yeah. I wanted some new, fresh vision and ideas yeah. and it certainly worked. Yes. Oh my gosh, this girl. It can't be contained. It's It's wonderful. Can't be contained. As well as I discovered watercolors, which I've mentioned before. And so beautiful. So creativity was totally unlocked. But the key for me in finding that was what Lexi just said, right? About knowing God is creative, 
he's a creator. He made us creative. And what I clung to was this idea that I am to pay attention to where God wants to create with me. All right. So that's kind of like our anchor for today, if we were, is to say, to look around and say, okay, God, where are you creating and how can I partner with you? So that's really been forefront in my um, spirit. And that's uh, where I, where I'm looking. Because yeah. he is, he's always, always. creating, right? He, yeah. Creation is here mm-hmm. and it's current, but it's perpetual. There's no end to it. Like right now, the season's changing. There's new creative things going on in our world. Yeah. There are new ideas. I'm watching people pivot. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite word right now. Because <laughs> um, it's helping my mindset. Um, watching small businesses in particular. Yeah. I, I've gotten sad to see the economic impact of COVID. Mm-hmm. And then when I hear stories and see places being able to pivot mm-hmm. and communities come around and love on each other by supporting each other. What? creativity yeah. and i am i'm celebrating this mm-hmm. creative thought and well we've got to figure it out and yeah. from that space there's been new things that have come mm-hmm. and i just celebrate so we look around and we see new things are happening and god is in that yeah how can i partner and then essentially we're not having to work so hard because god is the creator yeah. we we feel right struggle when we try to be the creator and strive Mm -hmm. but if we see that flow and we just step into it with them we still have to do some things there's effort but oh it feels so much different so freeing yeah Yeah, it's very freeing the responsibility isn't all on me he's already doing it Mm -hmm. where can i just partner participate that's one of my favorite words yeah participate yep so uh, Brené Brown also says it takes courage to say yes to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. So yeah. what she means by that is how we're always running around saying, oh, I did this and this and this today and I'm so tired and oh, which I am really guilty of doing. It's like, oh, I'm so wonderful for being so busy. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to let Look that at all go. My output. My, yeah. All the output is what has it gotten me? I am right. worn out. And bragging about it. <laughs> and I'm bragging about oh no. Yeah. When I read that quote, I was I was hitting home too with that. I was just like, ooh, you know, I really don't want that status symbol. I like this yeah. idea of my identity being a mm-hmm. creative. Yeah. Not yeah. not a run ragged because I work so hard. Yeah, me too. So it's bringing me a lot of new freedom. And Lexi and I are going to practice what we preach today. Yes, we are. We're going to play. Paddleboarding. (laughs) It's going to be almost 80 today. We're going to go out on the water. So we're going to end this episode soon so we can play. Yeah, we're going to go. Are you proud of us? (laughs) (laughs) We're proud of ourselves. You can't tell. (laughs) We're going to brag on the fact that we're going to play. Uh, Also, we have talked about uh, praying in color, which Mm -hmm. is a really creative way to bring your your practice of praying and doodling and bring it into that flow with what God the creator is doing. I feel like when you're engaging both parts of the brain, uh, you are essentially creating with God. And in prayer, you're saying, "Okay, I'm not going to overthink how to pray for this person. I'm going to write their name down. I'm going to start doodling or I'm going to interact with scripture with color. And God steps in and partners with you in it. It's a beautiful process. I we've mentioned before we worked on a kids journal that incorporates these practices, and we're excited to yeah. share it with you in the coming month or so. Stay tuned for Stay that. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just going back to our anchor for today, then inviting you into this place as we often do. Invite you to pay attention to where 
God wants to create with you. We'll just close in prayer. And I had a quote from C.G. Jung that I thought was something to ruminate on. The creation of something new is not accomplished by the intellect, but by the play instinct acting from inner necessity. The creative mind plays with the objects it loves. So friends, I pray for you right now that you would consider where and how you might partner with God in play. And we, Michelle and I, give you permission to play. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we needed. Yeah. So we bless you. Thanks for being here. Bye, Michelle. Bye, Lexi. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time. And don't forget to take a deep breath.